This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our Full Focus referral program. Send $10 to a friend and earn $10 for yourself at fullfocusplanner.com slash share the love. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Blake Stratton and two of our most favorite people on the planet. Blake? That's right. That's right, Verbs. This is exciting because today on the podcast, we have Nick, our producer, and his beloved sweater cat, painting yes your favorite so people excited. on the planet <laughs> yeah it's just finally we get sweater cat on the pod no we actually have uh real guests sorry nick um i i'm excited to see you every week but especially uh we have our spouses on the cast we do indeed verbs and i to my left is it's too bad this is a audio medium because we we did this strategically audio based on my appearance but now that my wife joins me i wish that we were broadcasting live to the nations this is elena should we say hey yeah say hi hi everyone hi podcast world hey podcast world that's what they like to be called podcast okay. world yeah well, hello everyone and i'll introduce my wife as well this is my wife verna feel free to say hello to the podcast universe. Hi, so podcast universe. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Elena and, and Verna, did you ever in your wildest dreams imagine that you would be married to podcast royalty? <laughs> no. <laughs> You've ever seen this coming? No. I actually did a little bit. Blake had a podcast before we got married, and I've always seen his podcast talent. So mm. I'm actually just thrilled that I get to be a part of it again. Yeah, single gentleman, just start a podcast and then ask your crush to be your guest every week until she says yes. And then before you know it, <laughs> you're in a room alone together, two microphones, emotions running high. So a lot of the comments that we actually hear in, in the Facebook group revolve around productivity, marriage, how do you navigate those ups and downs, different facets of productivity while being married. So myself and Verna, we've been married for 15 years. Uh, we have three children, ages 10, 9, and 7. You guys have heard me talk about them pretty frequently here on the podcast. And uh, that's our story. We've been um, using the planner in an on and off sort of way for quite some time. <laughs> And so uh, we'll, we'll kind of give some of our thoughts as far as trying to um, use it as individuals, as well as couples and how um, planning affects our family and all that sort of thing. What about you guys, Blake? Elena and I met in a middle school band room. Uh, Wait, me is, this, playing the clarinet. This is, is this true? true? Okay. This Just is had real. To double check when you did the truth check there. I didn't know this story involved middle school band. I was oh, just be a yeah. band teacher, everybody. This yeah. is so exciting. If you thought a podcast was romantic, let me tell you, <laughs> playing clarinet when you're 12 years old. So I've had a crush on Elena the vast majority of my years here on Earth, and I still do. <laughs> We've been married five years now. We have one daughter who is currently sleeping in the room next to the room we're in right now. So let's all send one up. And uh, just speak a, a, a beautiful long nap time so we can make it through the pod. But I'm 
excited to have you on, Elena, because I think you've brought me a lot of perspective and a lot of learning when it comes to, you know, all this stuff. And you bring out being outside of Michael Hyatt and company, you bring a lot of perspective as someone that has started using the planner yourself and doing this whole full focus stuff is something that we, you know, it's a practice that we're working through uh, every day. I'm going to be here to sort of ask questions that we see a lot in the full focus community, just to see how it's going and see what feedback and, and ideas and advice we can get from our lovely couples here. I think maybe a good place to start would be to ask in your partnership, was there somebody who came to it with a desire for organization and planning, right? It doesn't matter what it was. Is this, it, it was this something that anybody came to and said, we got to lay down the law here, or is it a chaotic, just assembly of atoms bumping into each other? <laughs> Verbs and Verna, why don't you, why don't you hit it off first? First, I just want to clarify, it'll be 14 years this year, not 15 for I mean, us. Like to, <laughs> like but forgiveness, forgiveness because uh, COVID, we'll just blame it on COVID, okay? No, we like to live in the future. <laughs> I would say, you know, I've seen the transformation with uh, my husband just using um, all the planners and um, seeing him get more organized and everything. When I'm homeschooling, it's yes. me and three kids. I'm like a DJ juggling all three kids at the same time, three different grades. So, you know, it can get a bit wild up there for me. So, um when he introduced me to the planner, yes, it was very helpful to get some structure. I will say this for me personally, I'm not like super excited to plan every day. That's not my natural bent. I'm a creative person. That's how I'm wired. And I'm used to kind of going with the flow and improvising. But I will say the, uh, the greatest impact for me was just doing one day at a time. You know, planning my three big goals for the day um, has helped a lot. And the focus journal as well, you know, just um, just having a, a reviewing the day before and um, makes you think about, okay, what am I doing tomorrow? What do I want to do better? You know, so for me, it's been pretty simple. I just use what I can that I know will be beneficial for me without overwhelming myself. Verbs, do you have any addendums? No, you work for Michael Hyatt, but... Did you use a planner before this? I actually did not. I was not a planner at all. Um, but even before I came as a team member here at the Michael Hyatt and Company, when the journal when the journal first came out, I actually ordered one because um, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to at some point get a little bit more or organized than I am currently. And so that was actually my first introduction to even trying to plan on paper. Um, before that, you know, I was pretty much just using a. Um, my calendar calendar app on the phone and trying to track with those um, those sorts of apps. None of them really, you know, worked or maybe I didn't maximize on those systems the way, in a way that worked for me. So definitely having that, that planner coming out and forcing me to write these things down on paper and keeping everything out in front of me definitely helped. And so, so yes, first introduction was the Michael Hyatt and company planner. I have a sense based on previous things that Blake has said that Blake had some system in place. I don't, you know, at some point, perhaps before you guys got together or got married. But what's what's that journey? Who's a planner now? Not to be that guy. I was a band teacher. 
clarinetists do tend to be planners. So <laughs> we enter into this. Am I correct? Are you both planner people? We we are both planner people. I think Elena actually, I think you are even more naturally, you, you gravitate towards wanting to have a plan, wanting to be able to see the whole picture, wanting to even write things out by hand mm-hmm. has always been a natural bent for you. The earliest planning I feel like we did together was we did essentially weekly previews when we were dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what I'm remembering is that we would do, wasn't it like the four questions and mm-hmm. we would sit down like once a week and we would talk about the com- the week coming and we would, uh, that questions would be like, who do I want to see? How do I want to feel? What do I want to do? And what do I want to accomplish? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were doing that before we even got married. But then I'd also like to point out too, that once we did get engaged after like celebrating and that being all wonderful, the first thing we did was we sat down at a coffee shop with our laptops and we talked about not just the plan for engagement and how we're going to plan our wedding, but we literally laid out guiding core values for how we're going to approach the season and how we're going to approach the planning itself. So I would say that we're definitely... (laughs) High planners. (laughs) (laughs) So let's actually, we talked about values. Let's talk about that. So one of the things um, that's important in a system, if you're doing it by yourself, if you're doing the full focus system or any system is to have some sense of uh, central core values and beliefs that you can plan off of. And that's easy and or hard enough if it's just yourself. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about general family relationship values And does that factor into how you plan out your week to your month to your quarter? You know, how, what's the role of values in your planning? You know, this may be counter to my scuba diving tendencies, but I actually feel like for us, it has been helpful to have tools that are independent of a particular I guess to take the weekly preview, for instance, we do, we like to do that together. It's been nice to have a tool that's just, it is what it is. And we, we tried it, we experiment with it. And then we've started with the tool. And then I feel like incorporated our values into that pre-existing tool. So an example of that would be, we are going to go through the two, three pages of the weekly preview but then there's usually a, a space afterward where we want to just connect or we want to talk about other logistics because we talk about logistics as much as we can on one day because we have a value for connection you know, throughout the week. And we're trying to grease the wheels of connection throughout our week and talking about, does that make sense? So, you know, I, I don't know that when it comes to planning tools, I don't know that we necessarily started from what's our value other than maybe just the value for we would rather be just doing life and connecting with one another. And so if we can find somebody's process or dial in a process to make planning easier and shorter and logistics less time consuming and nagging, then that's a win. That's kind of what, that's my first react. What do you think? Well, cause I was, I was kind of thinking, thinking of it in the opposite. Like I, I feel like we're really value driven people and we've always been that way. 
Um, and so we'd always rather do something according to our values than do something that looks like how other people did it even necessarily. Like we want to learn it for ourselves, but we do it from, I feel like what our values are. Mm-hmm. So our top values really are like connection, communication, and I think really having a high value for creating the unique life that we're made for mm-hmm. with each other in our own lives and our careers and with our daughter. And so I think from that, then it's logical to incorporate things you know, truly like the planner, I feel like has been such a key part of this, but you incorporate things to protect the things that matter most to you. And so I feel like we've Mm -hmm. incorporated using the planner, doing our our weekly previews, doing annual reviews, all of that, because it enables and protects what matters most to us, which is our connection to each other and to Felicity. Even planning things out in a certain way allows more freedom throughout our week and our months and our years so that we can spend more time being together and making memories with Felicity. And so I think I thought of it a little bit in the opposite, but kind of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> I agree with you. So she, she did, she did the scuba diving today. Yeah. Uh, Does so, that mean, is that like a depth thing because you're a four? Yeah. Oh no, we're two fours. It's a, it's a double four oh, wow. situation. So <laughs> Verbs and, and Verna, let's talk a little bit about the role of individual goals as they pertain to family objectives and goals, right? Has either of you ever set a plan for yourself and then had to navigate how that fits into what the plan for the family is or the plan for you two is? And how do you, how have you navigated that? Yeah, I would say, you know, if I've learned anything in our 15 years of marriage, (laughs) 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 is that we've been married for 14 years. No, um, I would say just to kind of, <laughs> I would say just to kind of, as, as far as the values thing, I think the one thing that we do value is family time as well as rest. Um, mm-hmm. Because as my wife mentioned, we do uh, homeschool as well as I work most of the time from home. And so even though we're in the same space, you know, it's easy to kind of just miss each other because each one is focused on what they're doing, whether my wife's is, you know, upstairs schooling with the kids or I'm in my office working. So it's um, it's important for us to, to mark out, okay, well, what are we designating for family time? So, you know, with our kids, even though, I, even though they know I'm here, but I'm not necessarily able to interact with them deeply during the course of the day, it could be, for them, it could be seen as, well, dad's busy, dad's busy, dad's busy. So what can we do to break that up? So there's time that we're spending together, as well as time that we get to spend as individuals when that does happen and together as a couple. And so I think just having this full focus system and access to it, it helps us look at now, I think this is probably the first time at the beginning of this year, we've been able to look at the entire year, school calendar wise, work calendar wise, mm-hmm. and pinpoint and de- designate what we want to do with you know um, time off days or days off and make sure that they, they line up with what the kid's schedule is and be able to work from there. Mm-hmm. So as we get to it, it's not oh, well, I'm off Wednesday. What can we do? And it's already Monday because then it's limited and everything's going to feel rushed and try to plan something. So it's given us that um, that outlook that's really helped us just set our days better and even the rest times help designate those better as mm-hmm. well. I don't know if you had thoughts. Yeah, I will say that we also, two years ago, we started including our kids as well as far as their goals for the year, you know, whether it was swimming or bike riding, you know, so we started that with them and they get really excited. So 
we just include them. It's a family thing and um, we just support them and try to help them accomplish their goals. Even if it's just three big goals for the year, you know, we support them in that and they get excited about it. You know, the pandemic has been hard on a lot of people's health and eating and movement. And so, you know, I, when I was a single man, had a very specific way that I was like, I need to lose weight. I really like, if I'm by myself, I can, I can make it happen pretty quickly, like pretty consistently. Mm -hmm. Now with an 11 year old and a wife in this house and the whatever, it's a whole thing. And we just started meal planning, uh, like, which has been fantastic month of meals. It's so, it feels so great, but, and dinner is important. That's an important time together. However, it's hard for me to eat that late sort of a collision of goals there, you know, and I've been like, can we eat earlier? So we started doing that and it's not, it's all this stuff. So are there any examples of having to navigate those kinds of individual goals with family? Can anyone, do you have any examples of that and perhaps how you are working through it or how you have? For sure. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind, Nick, you mentioned the pandemic and we had tried to maintain some semblance of a family ideal week using that tool together to not have every week sort of be up for grabs or having to replan and reinvent the wheel every week. And then in March, April, May, typically we had just updated that. I feel like once a quarter maybe, but it was a topic of conversation every week. I feel like for a few weeks in there to just go, how can we line up each other's schedules, being at home, working? I obviously work at Michael Hyatt and company. Elena has her own business that she does as well. And so getting, having her have work time, me have work time, us be together as a family, all that stuff. It's certainly a challenge. And if you're listening to this and you feel kind of that tension, I think you're, you're, <laughs> you're right at home. Cause that's, that is totally a challenge. Um, but I'm pretty proud of progress we made. Do you want to speak to that at all? Yeah. Well, with that, everything you just said, what that really makes me think of was how much we had to navigate, um, not just the pandemic, but also being postpartum for me and mm-hmm. how much our weekly meetings, talking through our planners and all of that gave us a really great, um, safe space to kind of talk about like what I really needed. And I think sometimes there can be some sadness or even resentment for the moms, especially those of us who stay at home. Um, I'm with our daughter full time. I do have a business from home as well. Um, But I think sometimes you can feel like, you know, with something like the planner, it's like, oh, well, this is for the person who has like Blake, he has a full-time job. He goes into the office. This is more for him. But the truth is it's it's for all of us because it's allowed us to, again, navigate some of those things for me being a mom at home. It helps me to organize the many things that I manage because, you know, moms are responsible for for so much. But I just think, you know, especially for couples out there who maybe one one partner in the couple is maybe more, you know, has like an office job and they really want to adopt this. And the other half of that partnership is like, well, I don't know if this is going to help us. I think it's a great tool to help couples align um, and to kind of talk about some of the things that really matter the most in the household, which is like division of responsibilities in and outside of a pandemic, in and outside of postpartum. But I think for wives and stay-at-home moms in particular can be such a powerful way to connect with your husband and to feel seen. And I just think that's so important 
um, for women. And I was so thankful for that, especially during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. For us, like I said in the beginning, you know, when we started this um, talking on the podcast, my husband has really just through using the planets and just from working with Michael Hyde and and seeing everything in front of him, we've actually been a lot more productive and fruitful. And he finds ways, he's done a great job finding ways, sneaking in time, whether it's during taking some lunch break, listening to the kids, if they want to read part of a story or tell him a joke or play a little song, hey, dad, listen to this, or look at my, look at my drawing, what I drew, you know, so he, he sneaks little bits of time in to, um, to listen and to see what they are, uh, you know, what they are doing. When he's done with work, he's all in. He's like, okay, I'm done. What do you need me to do? So it's just a great teamwork. I'm like, well, I need to do this for an hour. Can you be with the kids while I cook and you guys just hang out or something, you know? So we just kind of, we just tag team and it just flows because we're on the same team. That's a very interesting point about the ability to plan your day and segment out work time, right? We talk about stages, all these other things. Uh, can you speak to that at all? Were you before you were planner verbs? Is this a thing you would have struggled with? Do you feel like you're crushing it in this department? Is there work to do? What What's the story? Nick, there's always work to do, buddy. Always. <laughs> Not over here. Me <laughs> and sweater cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... Um, I think before it's kind of almost that same uh that same concept of of you know the Sunday scaries to where I wasn't actually taking on um the responsibility of you know looking at the week ahead because I knew there was a lot of things that were fluid that could happen during the week and so I didn't really necessarily take that responsibility and say well hey I need to I need to look at this know what day these things are happening for sure because that's going to afford me more time and more more um, intentionality with my family time as well. And so what that ended up looking like was, you know, once Monday hit, then I was just trying to get done whatever needed to get done. So if that ran over into six or seven o'clock at night, I was just trying to get as far as I could on that day's work. And each day ended up looking like that. And so it's it has helped me considerably. I mean, again, I think I've said this on the podcast before, just the the secret sauce of the the weekly preview has helped significantly. So that way, when I sit down and plan my week, I know what's coming. I know the task. I know the projects that I'm um, going into for that week. And I know when my work should be ending. I should know when, you know, lunchtime might be so where I can, you know, take those few moments and connect with the kids or connect with my wife. And I can communicate that to her as well. So, you know, she has things going on outside of just educating our kids then there's things that she can do to break away to have you know time for herself in those moments as well. And I think that's 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 the aspect of it that's helped us out significantly because it helps us to communicate with each other. Um, it helps us consider one another when we're saying yes to certain things that might be outside of work, and you know kind of keeps everything in focus. No pun intended. Ooh. <laughs> Do either of our collected groups here have specific relationship goals that they would be willing to share to the with the audience? We are we have a couple of books that we are reading together just to improve, you know, just marriage enrichment and um all around communication, finances. 
I think I heard somebody say at the beginning of our marriage, always be a student of your wife. So through her coming into the marriage previously single, becoming a wife, then becoming a mom, obviously she's she changes the things that she thinks about change, how she thinks about things change. Mm-hmm. And so the more that we're able to just kind of check in with each other, whether it be something around communication, whether it be something around finances, um, having these moments that we've kind of, as of recently said, hey, let's let's set some time up so we can circle back around to these things that are going to be important for us practically, mm-hmm. but then just to make sure we're thinking about them in the way that we think the other person is or not and figure out where adjustments or where considerations need to be made. I would say for us, there's probably a th- an indirect line with all our goals that are ultimately make them relationship goals, or at least for me, so often our relationship or our family is is the motivator. But a couple of specific things that came to mind, you can maybe talk about this, but our rituals in the morning and in the evening, it just to, it, it's simple, but the habit of when we want to end our days and how we want to end our days has such a ripple effect on every other component of our life and our marriage. And so that, I mean, that's one of those goals that kind of feels small, but it's not without challenge, right? Yeah. I mean, I think especially as parents, protecting your mornings and evenings can be really challenging, especially when you both work. But using you know everything in our planner and the way that we plan things out is that we try to make sure that we are kind of united in our nighttime rituals. And so we're going to bed at the same time, which means that we are doing every other component of our evening at a certain time, you know, from dinner time through Felicity's bedtime through when we turn out the lights, there's a plan that we're united on so that we know that we get to have time together. And when we don't get that time together, like we both feel that it's just not great. And then same thing for the mornings. We both have our own separate morning routines that I think without we would be so lost. Like if if either one of us doesn't get that time, our emotions start to crash are, you know, we're not as connected. It's harder for me to be a patient mommy. You know, those things are so important. And so I think those are especially, it's like, yeah, those rituals of nighttime and morning, especially. And that is a hundred percent a relationship and family goal because it just makes us better people. We've got two additional people here who have success in their life. Uh, It would be lovely to hear about general productivity tips, you know, if there's something in your life that you go, man, this is every day I do this, you know, or whatever, or I use this app, or I find this scheduling is really helpful for me. Is there anything that you would want someone else listening to this podcast to know that has been super good for you? Okay. I would say that, um, you know, I have my devotional times, you know, my um, time I spend um, just reading the Bible, praying, praying for people. And um, once a week or once every other week, I meet up with friends on Zoom and we pray, especially after last year. That was something that was included into my my life, you know. And um, I would say that, you know, I am a nine. So I always think about other people first anyway. We're going to need someone to, <laughs> to put some meat 
I know that in like Ohio land, <laughs> just shouting a number like means something. <laughs> but what what what's the nine? We're, we're talking about enneagrams. Um, I care about everyone else. I don't mind sacrificing my life. You know, I don't mind giving of myself. I sacrifice a lot, and um, you know, to some people that might seem like crazy or like. You could be doing more other big things, you know, making it for yourself or whatever. But for me, I feel like pushing other people forward, you know, and helping other people get to where they need to be is part of my purpose and, and the season that I'm in. And it is well with me. Like, I'm, I'm good with that, you know. So, I mean, the thing that comes to mind for me, especially as being a mom, like we already talked about the morning rituals and how important that is. I find that a lot, I mean, for me, it was such a challenge in the beginning as well. And I find that a lot of my friends who are moms feel really uh, limited in having a morning. But I feel like, again, going back to the planner, having that to unite on with your spouse and making sure that you guys are on the same page. Blake wants for me to have those mornings as much as I do, because we've really talked about the impact of that. We've talked about a plan for it. Um, so that's one part of it. The other part of it is that within those mornings, something that I've found that helps me to be more productive, helps me with my mindset, is just kind of outsourcing some of that ritual. So it's not just me sitting down every day trying to come like start from scratch with something, but I actually use a, a couple different apps. Um, so right. love it. You know, Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this is this is so funny, but it's totally changed my life. I've been using these since the summer, and I can really tell the difference, but. Um, I follow like a general framework, um, like with the Miracle Morning idea of how to do a, a morning routine, but I use the Headspace app to do meditation in the morning. I use a couple different apps that have like declarations and um, affirmations in them, um, one called Pep Talks and the other one is called I Am. But it's just so important to get your mind right in the morning, especially as a mom. And so to sit down with those and to outsource the effort and coming up with the hopeful thought, but I can sit there and I can declare truth and identity over myself, it totally changes my day. And then, of course, I have devotional apps, including just, you know, the basic version Bible app that everybody has. But again, as a mom and for anyone who's busy, it's like our time is valuable and it's limited and I can't waste time trying to make 500 decisions every morning. I'm exhausted and I have, you know, like an hour before my baby wakes up. So I need to wake up and get into it. And so I found outsourcing it and, you know, spending a couple bucks on some app subscriptions. No shame. Just use the thing that's going to work so that you can be productive and feel great as a mom or, you know, anyone else. <laughs> The one app she didn't mention I'm seeing in your little morning setup is Ember. We have one of those mugs that keeps your coffee hot. So when your toddler, you know, ends up taking more time from your morning than you expected, your coffee stays warm. And maybe that's wow. one of the most valuable productivity hacks yeah. we can give. That's key the for moms, today. the Ember mug. Any husbands I need that, that are I need that. Yeah. All husbands. It's a great Valentine's gift or you can control you know, the temp from your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Anniversary mm -hmm. gift, birthday mm -hmm. gift. All mommies need that hot coffee. Everyone on Instagram <laughs> yes. is joking about how their coffee gets cold over and over every day. Last question. We're gonna we're gonna scuba we're gonna do some scuba diving hopefully. What's the best part about being married to your partner? What's one of the best part? You know, one of let's the, not right, right, right. Free yourself up from the answer. But yeah. what, okay. what comes top of mind? If you need a second. I already have an answer. Okay, she's it's it's obviously it's my Greek god physique. Okay, we know that's what you're gonna say. Easy answer. No, so I so Blake and I. 
always kind of joke about uh, how we love like the deeper life. And again, we are fours. We do love the scuba dive. Um, but I'm just so thankful to have someone. I just I think the Lord really knew us and knew what we would need. And I'm so thankful to have someone who is um, who wants to be united with me, who wants to run towards growth and abundance, and who wants to really um, like heal from the past and grow towards the future and do that together and just go for that deep dive because that's like such life to me to have someone that is like hungry for life hungry for healing, hungry for abundance, and that we just get to to run for that together, it is everything I would have wanted in marriage. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> right. And also your Greek god physique. <laughs> We're still relatively new parents, and I think one of the best things is to experience this phenomenon of your heart expanding somehow to contain more love but sharing that together and i with elena i have freedom to be the biggest softy of all time and i'll just look at we'll just talk about our daughter for five seconds and i'll just start crying and be a softy dad and and she accepts me and my all and all my feelings and so having that mutual for lack of a better term love expansion, you know, as we learn how to be parents and, and live that chapter of life is phenomenal. Verbs and Verna, just a lot of pressure, but it's just one thing. Just one yeah. thing that's, that's great about your, your partner. It's hard to pick just one thing. He's been doing so many amazing things this past year. <laughs> See, I was gonna he turned into you. a handyman. You know, since last year, now he can fix anything. I heard so he put some wallpaper up. He put up wallpaper, he's building things, fixing things. I'm like, wow, new guy, you know. So I'm really loving that about him right now. <laughs> All thanks to the full focus planner. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I really do. I, I, I'm really enjoying that um, about him. But um, I just love him. He's all around amazing guy. He's got my back, especially with the kids. You know, as the kids get older, you might get some back talk or you might get some some tones that are a little bit like, wait, who are you talking to kind of thing, you know? So um, he's got my back because, you know, sometimes I'm just like, I'm done, you know? I'm like, honey, I'm done for the day. He's like, okay. And he'll, he'll you know, step in. So, yeah, we, we, we are like a wall. And um, just closer, more unified, and I love that about him. He's um, intentional. So, yeah, in a nutshell, that's the best I can do for just one. I don't know. That's a great – if, if anyone described me as intentional, I'd, like, cry. What a great <laughs> – what a great description. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we've actually talked about this recently, but for me, it just simply, I love the way she loves God. I love the way she loves other people love the way she loves our kids and the way she loves me as well. Again, she's, uh, she has my back. Even, even when I don't, when I might not see what's coming at me in the peripherals, she'll give a heads up and say, Hey, you need to consider this. You need to be looking at this. Think about this maybe in a way you haven't yet, but it's on the horizon. So you need to consider this intentionally. And so just little things like that, um, lets me know that, you know, obviously she's in my corner. It's team Boyer. You know, we're not opponents in this house, but we're, we're here to work together and continue to build. Thank you 
all so much. Thank you to our guests. I'm going to let Verbs, I'm going to let you close this up. This is your job. Let's do it. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends. Remember to use the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. And we will be here next week with another great episode. Until then, stay focused right now. Stay Stay focused. (laughs) You know what? Not bad. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our Full Focus referral program. Send $10 to a friend and earn $10 for yourself at fullfocusplanner.com slash share the love.